Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. From a hiatus far, far away from a long time ago, we are back. We've changed jobs, made new life decisions, and now we are back to get y'all's shit together. What's going on, people? We're like, uh, we're back in the saddle, trying to bring some positive content and just a different view on things. You may agree with it, may not, but that's the reason why we're here. We're going to talk it out and see what you think about it. Man, we really missed y'all, people. We missed all of y'all. I hope y'all missed us, too. Yeah, we've been slacking hard. I ain't turned this computer <laughs> on in months. I ain't made no music. I ain't fucking made no podcast. I've been collecting dust up in here, but we're knocking the dust off. We back. Speaking of that, like, I, I, I'm going to go off topic a little bit, like, off trip, but as far as music, I think I sent y'all this a couple of days ago, a couple of weeks ago. The big thing in music nowadays is the war. I won't say war, but the competition between Drake and Kanye. Man, what do y'all think about those, those fucking albums are trash, bro? <laughs> Here's my thing. I think me and you had this conversation the other day, dog. Yeah. I had a conversation with a man at work, and he was telling me that Drake is the is the guy in hip hop right now. And I asked him the question: How can you be the guy if you have ghostwriters? Mm. Now look. I don't love Drake. I like a handful of songs. I'm like, I listened to his album multiple times, but like, it didn't do much for me. I no, mean, because I think that Drake is like a female draw. You know, pe- females that like hip hop music, well, their version of hip hop music. Yeah. That's what they listen to. They I mean, like I know, that kind of LL Cool J, I Need Love. No diss to Uncle L, but well, I mean. Yeah, when you look at the point of, of like, I agree with you to the point of saying, like, I think Drake is more of a pop star. Yes. I think he's, yes. I think he, and as far as popular music goes in this day and age, like, he's killing it. If you gauge that from radio play and commercial success, but it's always been kind of like the, 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 the mainstream part of music. Because hip hop is basically mainstream. There, I was saying, even now it is. I was saying today, like, there's not even any rock and new rock and roll bands. Like, it's no, just, it's all it's t- just rap and like pop and you know techno. Like, there's not even a, any, a bunch of dudes doing auto tone. Yeah, but yeah. when you look at it, when you think about the transition of, and I'm doing the air quotes, hip hop. Um, think about Please it. Please use the air quotes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doctor Dre did an interview and he said, "Man, think about it. When you went back into the, like the days of an actual." music store where you had to physically buy copies of your music that you liked you would go in a music store sam goodies you know peaches uh, peaches things like that fye we're showing our age a little bit but that's okay you know you go the rap section section or hip-hop section was way in the back and it was maybe two two columns wide yeah now it is in the front of the store Mm -hmm. yeah it's everywhere when you turn on commercials when you when you i remember going to sporting events and they would play Van Halen's Jump. Yeah. Or you would hear, you know, ACDC or Motley Crue. Now it's the Migos. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. And I, and I applaud that. I applaud, you know, being able to get to the forefront. But I think we left substance behind. Yeah. Can we circle back to how bad the new Kanye album is? Have you listened? <laughs> to yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I said all that to say this. Like, from our perspective... I think we are dissatisfied because, you know, dare I say, we are like, you know, purist when it comes to hip hop. Yeah. We're all from the hip hop age. And I like to say our generation, you know, people label the baby boomers and Generation X. I think we are more of the anti-hero, yeah. dare I say. 
But do we sound like our parents? Yeah, we're fucking old. This is some yeah. goddamn bullshit. Yeah. But I mean, think I about it. Listen to this. Look, I, I remember you. when my 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 grandmother told me that Run DMC stood for uh, Devil Mind Control. I remember. <laughs> I remember growing up in Christian school, and they said ACDC meant another Christian dead child. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you did, man. Did y'all hear that? I never no. heard that. But my thing was when I started to consciously listen to the pushback on rap and hip hop, and I'll say again, add that that narrative of gangster rap, I'm doing with the air quotes. I thought it was so crazy because when it it, it all really started with, with the West Coast acts, like NWA. NWA I never yeah. forget, man, when, when Two Live Crew went to jail when they were right before they got the <laughs> report, remember you know, that. Did you ever hear the conspiracy story on YouTube about the it was a dudes uh, some dudes from a rap group and some top A and R's and productives? They sat down with some of the top. Now this is all air quotes. Okay, so yeah, they were saying speculation. They were saying that they had a meeting with the top people in the music game because the people in the music game and the private prison systems were in cahoots and they wanted to make those numbers run up. So they said they decided to change the rap to more gangster rap, and that's when gangster rap started to help fund the prison system. Man, I've heard like have you ever heard of that? I, I've I've heard like variations of it, it's satanic cults and things like that. But I what I'm saying is to be able to identify. I distinctly remember when um, I think it's uh, what's 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 the Maxine Waters? Yeah, when her and Pac were having their thing. Yeah, and you know Bill O'Reilly was a little bit later. Him and Luda had their thing, but I never forget. I was getting dressed for school. I think I was in late junior high, early high school. And it was the early morning show right after Ag Day. Man, y'all remember Ag Day? Yes. The agriculture. So it was like the news that came on. So I'm getting in there. I'm taking a shower. I'm getting ready. And I'm listening to, I think it was Ghetto Boys. I had my headphones on. And I'm going past the TV. And this old school TV floor model, Easy e is at the White House. I remember that. And I I'm remember saying to that. myself, like. Reagan. I'm like, that's Easy e Easy e yeah. And. The, the the lady reporter comes up to him like easy got on his you know staple leather black three quarter jacket he got his his locs on he got the Compton hat on and I'm like he's sticking out like a turd in the punch bowl yeah and the lady walks over to him and sticks the mic to the stage she was like you know who are you why are you here he's like I'm Easy E from you know rap group NWA and she was like oh that's interesting what does NWA stand for <laughs> <laughs> he was like niggas with attitudes and she was like oh my face God, goes man. white oh, yeah. <laughs> Pearl clutching moment and 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 it was so crazy the way he kind of like like spin doctor like pivoted on the moment yeah he was saying that you know you may look at my music and my you know my my art form in a different light he said but I'm telling about what's going on in my community and he said even if you agree with it or not it got me to this moment where you're talking to me right now at a fifteen thousand dollar plate dinner for President Reagan and I was blown away by yeah. that and I was saying to myself like. Either he's the stupidest dude in the world or he's, he's got the smartest dude. One of the smartest motherfuckers <laughs> in the world. But I was saying, like, in that moment, what that did for it, you know, like rap and hip hop from We that made moment. it. We yeah, made it. Because you're saying to yourself, like, and he got a lot of flack about it. Yeah. You know, like a lot of people went in on him, like, you know, like I never had dinner with, with the president. Hey <laughs> <laughs> man. Talk. Let's talk about that for wait, a second. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> We need to go back to tell you how bad the new Kanye West album is. <laughs> Y'all keep skipping over. This is an important it's, part. I haven't heard Have you heard any of I've heard, heard I've heard a couple of tracks. It's of, the hardest listen I've ever listened to. It, 
the first minute is like a chant for his mother. Yeah, it's that the was hardest kind of album I've ever listened yeah, to. Yeah, the whole. I was pretty amped. You know, I was yeah, pretty I was, amped. I, man, I was, I was, I was gassed. But is is it because it's a Christian album? It's not. Well, a Christian I mean, album. it's per se. It's God not is a, real was way better than this album. Way better. Way and better. My thing is, I actually like God is real. Like I cherry picked, like you know, you know, I did the cardinal sin, like Jay Z said. Do you feel fools me listen to music or do you just skim through? I skimmed through it because I was trying to find, like Boz was saying, I was trying to find that one track that was just like... Stuck okay, out and just grabbed Okay, you. that one got... The only one that I actually, because I was skimming through it, the only one that I listened to and then backed it up is the track Jesus. And the reason I listened to it because, one, it had... The locks, and when I say man. the locks, did y'all see the no, locks on verses, man? man? Oh man, that shit was cool. We gotta get look, to that too. Look, look, I'm not, look I, I'm not even gonna front like I grew up listening to locks or I grew up listening to that. But when that shit came on on my channel and I watched that shit over and over again, he was like, "When I'm outside, y'all see me." I'm and he fucking killed that verse. I said, "Man, that, that's one of the reasons like I love hip hop." Like when did you come and you see that real shit like that? When he came with the real bars and he said, "You know, I'm from New York and all, everybody's he was going like, bananas." New York's the maker. I, you know, I felt like. I was from New York. I was like, you see me? I'm in Brooklyn too, bitch. Man, that shit, that shit was so good. Yeah, but the track Jesus, it got me because, like I said, it had the locks, and the locks were like, like Bob said, they like beast, man. Circa. Yeah. But I, I never had really, like, like Bob said, like I listened to the locks, but it was more like I want to hear Jada's verse and yeah. the, like Styles P. Yeah, I got you know, I, I bought his independent, you know, like his solo album. Yeah. But Chic. Like, man, Sheik Luch. Sheik Luch, dog. Man, that solo album that Sheik put out was hot, though. I never heard it. I don't even know the name of it. Man, that's hot, dog. But, like, his verse on the Jesus track, and then Jay Electronica got on there and went bananas. And I've been waiting for Jay Electronica to get, like, a vehicle or a project to, like, really showcase his talents because he's one of the most slept-on MCs. But as Boz is saying, as a whole, the album was a disappointment. So I'm thinking to myself, but is and each one of, like, Certified Lover Boy and Donna, they like 27, 28 tracks. So in today's world, like when you have those micro burst albums, like I remember like two, three years ago, Kanye did like four albums and they were like all seven tracks long. He did Nas's, he did Pusha T, he did his, and it was uh, Black Thought from The Roots. Yeah. They all yeah. put out projects. Go ahead. Common's new album, if you're a Common fan. Is actually really good. It's I love Common. He, he just dropped a new album. The reason I thought about it because he's got a track with Black Thought. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I love Black Thought. Man. I love Black Thought too, man. But, man, remember that line that Lil Wayne had in the song? And he was like, We both got a lot of common. We both live in the, listen to Common, but we don't buy his album. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, again, when you're thinking about the state of hip hop, like the core guys, like you say that when you really just want to hear some lyrics, when you really just want to be like, Okay, he said something right there. They're not the most commercially successful when you compare them. It's to always been like that. A Drake or a or but I in our I, I watched an interview the other day. It was a, some huge DJ and he said, "If you were in a club and you wanted to clear the floor, what would you do?" And he said, "I play anything like J Cole." He said, "When you play some shit like that, everybody stops what they're doing and leaves." And why is that? Because so they, that's bananas. He dog. said, "Because they don't no nobody want to hear no they don't want to hear no work shit. They want to hear you know I'm a I'm." You know, once you or, back that ass up or whatever. The fuck. It, because when you think about it, I never forget. They were doing the, and I'm gonna I'm gonna segue back to what we're talking about hip hop. But to do some comparisons, they they were saying that Richard Pryor was one of the greatest comedians to ever live. Yeah. He, George Carlin, guys like that, because and they mirrored those two side by side. 
they were able to marry the two most important aspects of comedy. One is to obviously make you laugh. Mm-hmm. And the other is to get you to understand social commentary. Yeah. They married them so well. Especially George Carlin. Yeah. And, and, and when you think about it, you say, yeah, that dude made me laugh. But you walk away saying, you know. Scratching your head. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah man, he I, said yeah, something right he there. He said something. So, I need to go back and listen to that shit. Man, George Carlin was oh, a monster, man, dog. Man, dog. I don't fun. agree with everything that he said, exactly. man. But, okay. man, it was, yeah. it was funny and it made you think. Yeah. Right? And when you look at that right now, like back in the days, like say, for instance, you know, we were talking about LL Cool J and, you know, Heavy D and the Boys and Big Daddy Kane. They all had their places. They had the party cuts. But when you heard, like, uh, Poor Righteous Teacher. Or public heard, Enemy. Yeah, Public Enemy. Oh, man, I heard Fear of a Black Planet. Oh, man, that the album there, dog. Man, that was so crazy. So, when you you didn't hear that in the club. Nope. You know what I'm saying? You nope. didn't hear that on heavy airplay. Like, you didn't hear um, um, Cool Key from Ultramagnetics. You know what I'm saying? Some of the greatest MCs that were just kind of in those niche pockets yeah. but when you turn on the radio like you said now that we found yeah. the, that's know, what you heard you, you, that's what you heard so but it's I, just like like I was listening to you know my favorite app, Soul Food Goody oh, Mob man, man, man you talk about some some social content Dog, Big Rubes man, them, Interludes them, that man that's one of the best <laughs> albums ever but when you think I'm looking up right now I'm nervous man, man, oh, man. Goody Mob Soul Food man I'm We're telling you we're talking about outcasts before they broke mainstream and they were a part of the dungeon family and you know it was this one dude big rube and he would come on like on intros and in between segments and he always would drop like the coldest southern like at the same time it sounded slick but it was it made you scratch your head yeah and you would say damn you know like that was my introduction of saying Damn, man, that's a Southern dude. You know, he's spitting. With some knowledge, And with some knowledge. And he said, man, i never forget one of the coldest lines was he was like, outcast, pronounced outcast, like nothing else. And if you think it's all about slamming those and pimping hoes, you probably a cracker or a nigga that think you're a cracker. Or you maybe just don't understand. You maybe just don't understand. So when I heard that, I was like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? This dude from where I'm from, because, man, when you turn on, man, outcast, they wasn't, you know, like, again, like, we had our East Coast rap, because that's when you wanted to hear the, the lyrics and the consciousness, but most of the time, man, we had Kilo. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Splat Okay. <laughs> so, when they said South, so when outcast came out and came on the scene, I was like, man, the first song I heard from them, you know, that song was a, was a Christmas song? It's beginning to look like like yeah yeah talking about like players ball what yeah that was a Christmas song it was on Southern Player List Academy no but it was on the Faces Christmas album yeah they re released it on Southern Player Listics but it was a Christmas song and yeah. I sat back and I was like in the hood on Christmas what do you do so I identified with it so I was like when we're talking about Drake and Kanye's ascension or dare I say growth when you look at that now like is this the state of our hip hop, like our beloved art form? I'm so like, I'm so sad the about it. Staple of what's going on, because like Boz was saying, dog, you look at a dude like J Cole, like man, you go back and look J Cole is ridiculous, dog. That man. dude is a monster. You know, man. like I listen to J Cole and I like him, but like I don't love him. Yeah, because he's you, when you think about it, it's not like you say it's kind of like a puff of smoke. There, I say when you when you, when you listen to him, it, it registers because he's he's. I won't say vanilla, but he's not the staple of what's going on. Now. Yeah, yeah. Because, like you said, we're we're talking about 
And again, certified lover boy and Donda broke sound stream selling. But all, but is all that real? Are all those real numbers? And, but again, it's the staple no. today. I keep hearing that those are paid. No, you know. Well, are, but you know even if it is though, man, it's like, look, if you take somebody that is a, a hip hop artist, let's say somebody like who we all love. Okay, Eminem. We all love Eminem. All right. Eminem is a monster. Eminem is a beast. But there's some MCs out there that's just as good as Eminem. Mm-hmm. Or not better. If not better. Yeah. Right? But they don't get the record play because Eminem is a crossover guy. I mean, regardless of how you want to look at it, mm-hmm. he, he's going to have whites buying this stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, when you we, talk about somebody like Andre 3000. But, no, I, I think they, I they think, say he's one of the coldest, and like people want. Andre him, is awesome, dog. People Andre want him to beast, put out a new project so bad. Like anytime his name comes out, they're like, "Please put out a fucking project." But you know what? Speaking of Kanye and 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 Drake, they dropped a verse against Drake, right? Uh, the, this track, they Kanye went to, and this is what I'm hearing. This is not fact, people. Kanye went to Drake and was like, "Hey, man, I want you to do a verse on this album, and it's a dedication to my mom." And, you know, Andre lost his mom, too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Andre T. Tom was like, man, everybody comes and asks me to do verses and features and things like that. But he was like, since it was Kanye, and since he said the context was, we're going to do an ode to our mothers, dog, Andre was like, I did it hands down. Yeah. He said, I went in, he said, he sent me the track, I laid my verse, I sent it back. He said, like, two months later... My, he was like one of his mutual friends or somebody told him like, hey man, this is a heavy laden diss track to Drake. So Andre was like, hey man, I, you know, I respect Drake, you know what I'm saying? I respect you. I just, you know, respectfully don't want to be involved in that. So Andre was like, okay, cool, 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 cool. He rewrote his verse and his surrounding tracks. And he wrote it. Yeah, yeah, he, he wrote it. He, he rewrote what he was going to say on the track. Mm. Send it back for approval. And Andre was like, man, you know, I don't want to. So they took it off the album. So everybody was like, damn, man, you got a track with 103,000. Like you said, he ain't did nothing in years. Yeah. And it's just sitting on the shelf. Drake, in a stroke of genius, you know, he has a channel on satellite radio. Mm-hmm. He got the track and released it. And he was like, this is how much of a punk Kanye actually is mm-hmm. he took this man under frost pretenses about and dog when you hear the track Dre is basically talking about his mom and he was like you know the whole track is like basically him asking Kanye's mom like if you bump into my mom in heaven ask her this tell her this I'm doing okay her grandson needs to see her talk to her I wish she was still here to do that and it was really basically like a cry to mm-hmm. you know about his mom and Drake released the track. And again, Andre's flowing on there, like really flowing. But it's a shame yeah. that we didn't, you know, as a mass, everybody didn't get to hear that because they were beefing. Yeah. But again, we talking about two, in my opinion, two subpar albums that did, again, whether they manipulated or not, in this day and age, that's what hard data says. It broke streaming records. I was hyped, dude. I was hyped for the Kanye. Yeah, I was really hyped. I was, I was hyped for the really Kanye. Really I'm not even like a huge Kanye fan, but I kept seeing him. He ran out the fucking stadium. He kept wearing the black fucking face mask. I was in it. I was ready. Uh, yeah, I, I What's ready. with the black face mask anyway, me, though? Bro. I don't understand. I think he's getting a little bit... Uh, he's an attention whore. Exactly. And I was once did told... Did you ever listen to the fucking Joe Rogan podcast he did? No. Uh, it's the... It's... 
it's it's like he took like a homeless man off the off the side of the road <laughs> that was high on fucking methamphetamines and set him in front of Joe Rogan and they talked for two hours. It was the hardest thing. <laughs> I, I think he does have some. I don't know if it's for show, but I, and again, I'm no psychiatrist or psychologist, but it does like outside of being. And I think just about all entertainers or attention seekers, of course, you got to have some level of attention seeking to. To do what you want do. people to look at yeah, you and this, say what you're in this day and age. Yeah. Like, like I'm saying is, Kanye has got some mental illness issues. Some, you know, like <laughs> I, I think, I think a lot of it is as the youngsters say now, clout chasing. But I'm saying to myself, if you're that, like, oblivious to like, because again, when you look at Kanye, whether you agree with him or not, like when you look at his body of work, whether he wrote it. Like just his producing credits, yeah. you know, Kanye has dropped some of the dopest music. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm like, not, I would never take anything away from I'm his saying, music. That's what I'm saying. So, if you've reached that pinnacle to his level of success, or quote unquote, what's manufactured as success, thought you still got to go to those lengths. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like some like, people want to stay relevant, but like, does do you have to do, like right now? I tell everybody, Barbara Streisand is one of the most successful. Entertainers in history. Yeah, she do I a had, show like every couple of years. Like every ten years. Yeah. Like I've never heard a Barbara Streisand song. I, no. I, I couldn't. What are you talking you. about? She's like a she's a number one hitter. Barbara Streisand. What? Oh man, dude, man, yeah. And that speaks volumes. What the fuck did she even sing? She got a song with Celine Dion. I know from the Titanic soundtrack. Other than that, I'm oblivious to what she do. She does a concert every 10 or 15 years. You got me fucked up. I don't know. And like Joe said, it sells out in seconds. Yeah. And she comes out and sings the same old fucking songs. Like again, I've never heard a Barbara Streisand song on the radio, but she's still relevant because she understands her status. Yeah. She understands who she is. It's, yeah. it's actually kind of crazy. I know this old bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, like, when Kanye, I think he disconnects, you know what I'm saying? Like, he can't understand, like, hey, man, you ain't got to do that. i never forget Marlon Wayans was really going in on Martin Lawrence and everybody else who does the the fat suit and dress like a lady, like like Tyler yeah. Perry, like he went in on Tyler Perry. Well, they say yeah. that's a form of cult ritual to uh, embarrass yourself. I don't know about all that, but I know it, you're never gonna get me in a dress. Exactly. Well, I'm just and, saying they say like they, you know, they do it to. I don't know, it's fucking weird. Yeah, but Martin Wayans was like, you know, hey man, people did that in the past, so you don't have to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. those pioneers. We walked on their backs and stood on their shoulders to be in the spotlight. So if you're still doing it in this day and age, that means either one, you love it, or two, you don't understand. I saw something that Dave Chappelle, they were trying to get him to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. The they interview trying, with Oprah Winfrey. They were, trying, they were yeah. trying to get him in a dress a bunch of times, and he was like, bro, I'm not getting in this yeah. fucking yeah. dress. Yeah. Anyway, I kept hearing that, and that's one of the reasons he said, told Comedy Central to go get fucked, and he went to Africa. Well, yeah, it, one, it, the, one part of it. He was like, the, I don't you know how many times I got to tell y'all I'm not wearing this fucking dress. Basically, they came to him with a scene in the movie that wasn't approved. And they said, hey, Dave, this would be a gas if you put this dress on. And he casually told him, no, man, I'm not doing it. He said they halted production on the set for like a day and a half. And they sent the assistant director. They sent the producer. They sent the executive producer. They sent the craft service guy, the dude who brings the food. And he said, look, man, I don't know how many times I got to tell you I'm not going to wear a dress. 
And he said they saw that I stood to my gun and said, I'm going to stay, stay steadfast in what my beliefs are. He came in and was like, well, we rewrote the scene. He said, so you magically had another scene ready to go. So what if it would have happened if I said, okay. So that this goes to show you, he said, there is an agenda to demasculinize, if that's a word or not, or just take masculinity or project femininity in today's society. And he said, I'm well, not going to They, gonna they say a lot of times it's more, they want to do that to black dudes. That's yeah. What the inter- that's what the interview yeah. was saying. The interview was yeah. saying basically, if you know, if you think about most of the actors that were in dresses were black dudes. And, and that's what he was saying. Back in the day, you had to quote unquote, do what you had to do to get into Hollywood. Mm-hmm. When you think about Mantan Morris and Stephen Fetcher and Flip Wilson, you yeah. know, Flip Wilson, but at the same time, like Marlon Wayans was saying, Flip Wilson had this character, I, I can't remember her name, but it was kind of like what Tyler Perry does yeah, with Madea. Yeah. Yeah. But he said, man, you know, this we're talking 1971. Yeah. And he said, people don't know, Flip Wilson retired, had a, a mansion in Beverly Hills since 1974, owned all the royalties to his TV show. That's why you don't see it in syndication, owned all of his money, and he died a millionaire. He did that so I don't have to. It so, was just somebody. I, I want to say it was Stephen A. Smith. No, no, it wasn't. It was it was my man Kevin Samuel talking about Russell Westbrook. Oh man, wearing the dress. Who's oh, man? He plays basketball. Russell, uh, Russell Westbrook. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he yeah. he had the dress on. The dude was like, man, you ain't gonna see Tom Brady wearing no dress. I think, you ain't gonna see. Um, oh yeah, yeah. This, be, is, uh, this was recently. Yeah, yeah this, this was, was like not too week, long ago. Yeah, like a couple yeah, of weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, that that right there. That's that's a little outright. And I love Russell Westbrook, man. I think Russ is a but dog. Come on, change, dog. That change. Look, my thing is this. But there's Whatever. a lot of there's a there's a lot of entertainers. Uh, what's the dude? Uh, Kid Cudi. Oh a, man, Kid Cudi. He was just CeeLo, dog. CeeLo Green broke my heart, dog. He came out on stage in a dress. No, he did not. Yeah, I gotta look this yeah. up. No. Yeah, dog. Yeah, no. yeah. Straight up. And again, like, if you get to that point. That's where we are, dog, man. And, and, oh, in this wedding dress. Yeah, see, oh, my God. Yeah, dog. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, dog. One of the dopest MCs ever, speaking of outcasts in the Dungeon family. But my thing is this. I was once told that's 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 unacceptable. I was once told that when your voice is bigger than your contribution, then you have to reevaluate what's going on. And I think sometimes now people like they can't weigh it out or quantify that say, okay, if my contribution is so huge, I need to make my voice bigger or vice versa. If my voice is this big, I have to make my contribution. But what are you contributing to? Yeah, man. Like, man. Are you pushing an agenda that you don't understand? You've never listened to the album Soul Food. I, the, and that's the CeeLo the Green that you C- know. The only CeeLo Green I know is Gnarls Barkley. No, no. I was a huge fan. I mean, dude. Um, you got to go back. Go back, go back and listen to um, Goody Mob Soul Food. I got it right here. And you tell me from that album that came out in 19, November 1995. And you see where we at right now with this dude wearing a dress. And you tell me if it even computes in your head. I'm going to honestly say. It doesn't even make sense. And people are are not going to believe this, but I've always said in my top five, no matter what genre, when it comes to hip hop, Scarface and CeeLo are going to always be in my top five somewhere. He's that dope of an MC as far as the lyricist. Like you said, 
you didn't get onto him until he was with Nars Barkley. Dropped a lot of good, like, when he got that commercial success with what was that cut? Crazy? Crazy. Yeah, yeah. like, that exploded. But that if you, album was great. If you go no, back Go back to, and listen to Soul Food. Go back and listen to, what was the second one? Um, Family Tree? Yeah, and, and, and I, even his first solo project, man, like. You know some shit y'all put me on when we first met? Some shit I saw that was Scarface. Man. Man. I the never, diary. I had never listened to Scarface until we had we had an epic moment on the porch when y'all told y'all sat me down. Y'all, you gotta listen. The yeah. diary is one of the best albums no, ever. The man. fix, the diary, all the old ghetto boys. And it's crazy too. Shout out to Scarface's son. He just gave him a kidney because he was dying and he was on a waiting list and he couldn't get approved. And his son gave him one. So shout, shout out, out to Brad to Jordan. Yeah, man. Shout That's out to up, Brad man. Jordan and Lil Jordan. That's cool to be able to do that for your dad, but. We're going to switch gears a little bit. We're still staying in this music industry. We got to talk about Robert Kelly. Man, look. The Pod Piper. Man, I'm, I'm really at, dare I say, a conundrum. Like, I'm at a real dilemma because, one, I'm a huge fan of R. Kelly. But then I must take off the fan hat and put on the hat of, you know, responsible adult, a person who does have daughters, like, this is crazy. Yeah, man. Like, I do. Like, but dude, but man, man, we we accountability. Knew R- we knew R. Kelly was out there, man. But we knew R. Kelly was out there with the whole Aaliyah thing, man. And, and she was like fifteen when they got married. Yeah, and that was like in ninety three. Yeah. yeah, but when you think about it, man, think about Chuck Berry. Think about um, But that was like fucking fifty years yeah, ago. Yeah, Jerry Lee Lewis, Look, but dude, when I went to fucking Guatemala, there's fucking everybody down there that's twelve and older has fucking got kids. Yeah, and, and I don't agree with that, but what I'm saying that is That was the culture. I that, said, oh, that's the things now we're talking about fucking today. Yeah, but what I'm saying is this. Like even Woody Allen, you know. He, yeah, that was a mess, though. Didn't he, he fucking adopt mess. that Asian girl? He, he the one that, that was his stepdaughter. He, he married he, her, right? He uh, married. Yeah, he married her. Yeah, he, he and he, after he molested her for a couple of years, though. And like most Def says, the same people kicking dirt on certain people's name will show Woody and Sunyi at the playoff game. Yeah, like we get to this point. But my thing is, hey man, if you gotta like. I think it's a problem when you look at younger people as far as sexual intent. Like but most of those people were molested as kids. Yeah, and but when you think about it too, like man, most people you can back some of your homeboys. Like your grandparents got married at fourteen. Yeah. Like, you, yeah. but that's not something that's new. But some of the stuff that Kells would do, and like I say, man, I'm, I'm just as freaky as the next person. You know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah, but they ain't on nobody. Yeah, man, like, but some of the stuff that they said that he did, and again, I don't know if it's been sensationalized because like Joe said, hey, man, we knew Kales was crazy like way back in the day. Way but back in the day. Is, bro, like, I'm not condoning or trying to circumvent, but my G, you, like, the tape came out when he was peeing on the girl in yeah. like 2003. Yeah. I want to piss on you. But, dog, that's been you. 20 years ago. Like, yeah, man. Bro, like you didn't get your ducks in a row, like for you had to know this. He didn't have coming. to. He didn't have to. He had all that R. money. Kelly, but, he had but, all that money, and he was paying all those. He dude, all those people. These parents, parents, parents of these were dropping, girls. dropping yeah. the kids off. They were probably getting paid because they know their of daughters course. were getting fucked. Of okay, course. but in the same way that Nick, okay, Nick Cannon was talking about this same issue. He said, "Okay, man, go to any modeling agency in the world today, United States or whatever." He said, "Those modeling agency execs." have these mega yachts on the coast of the Mediterranean every yeah. weekend. Yeah. And there are 12, 13-year-old kids. With their parents, probably. Parents drop them off 
for the weekend with grown ass men, drugs in plain sight, alcohol everywhere, pick them up on Monday with a modeling contract and think they got it from their looks. Yeah. So look, we, we've got to collectively look at, look, man, we've, I'm not saying that society made R. Kelly what it is because it's It bad. allowed him to be what it was. It, it allowed It definitely go. allowed it. And we, we've got to think about the old, because when you think about it, man, like, how was Britney Spears when her first album came out? And all of a she sudden, was like 15 or 16. Right? Yeah, like Beyonce was 17, like 16. It's, a, it's an artist's case. And he yeah. had a song at happily ever after. Happily ever after. Beyonce was in that video. Yeah. she was six. She sung the. She sung part of the hook. She sung part of the hook, and yeah. everybody was drooling. I never forget the dude on the air. I can't remember. I think it was Skip Cheatham or Greg Street. He said, "Man, I feel appalled and ashamed of myself when I just found out that Destiny Child is seventeen. Yeah. He said, "Man, I've been sexualized like said, a mug. Damn, man. I thought they were at least 22, 23. No, no, no. 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 We talking no. about." We talking about 97, 96, 98. Yeah. They was like 16. They look like grown-ass adults. Yeah. Well, Beyonce yeah. has one that, when she the song, I'm a Diva, she says, since 13, I've been in my stilettos walking across the stage. She says that in the line. Every he said, the main question was, what's her name? What's her age? Yeah. It, 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 we have really, dog, it was a guy that he was going over Ariel Grande's album, and she has a song called, Walking from side to side is basically about a dude mm-hmm. having sex with her until she's sore. And he was like, my seven-year-old daughter was listening to this song. And he said, I'm, you know, I'm one of those parents that comes in and casually, you know, slips the headphones mm-hmm. on. And so I'm like, hey, what you listening to? He said, my daughter's in the second grade, man. Mm-hmm. And he said, when I open it up, you know, look the, at the, yeah, look, look at the lyrics. He said, man, I'm, I'm blown away. He was like, I don't, you know, dislike R.A.R. He said, but. You know, that should be to a certain extent. So when I'm, I said all that to say this, if we got people like R. Kelly, and it's, it's a lot of R. Kelly. No, oh, there's a bunch of them. Bunch of them running around. Think about all the movie industry, the music industry. Yeah, man, I'm like like Brian Singer. And, and like, man, if you get a chance, look up Brian Singer. And he did the, not the Marvel Cinematic Universes, but he did the X-Men movies. Mm-hmm. Man, dude, him and his homeboys got an island. When they had these underage, like, Guatemalan little boys, mm-hmm. dog, like, raping them and sexually molesting them for, like, two and three weeks at a time. Gave their parents, like, two, three hundred bucks. Yeah, man, it's crazy. I was blown because I'm, like, I was a fan of his work. Mm-hmm. So, what I'm saying is, do we, one, look at the collective and say, are we in some part responsible? And, two, are we able to separate Artist and artistry. Yeah, because I'm a, I'm a fan of a lot of people I don't really like. Yeah, man, that's what I'm saying. Like, and, I don't really like Ti, but I love I love I love his I love. Talk, his, I, think, his, talk, I don't like Ti at all. I'm a huge Ti fan. But dog. dude, like when he talks, I'm like, I wish this dude would shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I'm not into like all of the hats that he wear, but when it comes down to lyrics, so and I'm looking at it to the point of saying like, you know, when your favorite artist and like we said, we did our segment on cancel culture, like. Joe was saying earlier, like, man, I think My Body's Calling is one of the greatest R&B love songs ever. My Body is Calling. What? I'm like, man. Yeah, though. So, like, in this day and age. A lot of people got pregnant in our day and age back to that song, though. Or practice. (laughs) So, but are we able to say, can we separate the artist from the art? Because. Yeah. I don't like Rage Against the Machine. They're a bunch of commies, but man, goddammit, their fucking albums are great. <laughs> so, their but, albums are great. 
staying in that vein, you remember the Dixie Chicks? Yeah, yeah now they're, well, they're the just chicks. the chicks. They're just the chicks. Yeah, the chicks. Okay. And their cover of Landslide is fucking great. Yeah, it is. I'm, I must say. God but, damn, that's uh, a good song. It is, though. But, but. They got, they got the shit beat out of them because they ripped up a picture of George Bush. Well, they was overseas when they did it, yeah. and that's why they got ripped up so bad. Yeah, you don't go... you If you want to talk about us in our country, in our house, that's fine. But you don't go to somebody else's house and talk, and talk shit. shit about us, man. That's not that's but, not. But, I mean, but at the same time, though, as an artist, you're... you're, you're you looked at as far as far as your, do you compromise your views because of what you think the masses will say? No, no, you don't. Yeah, but you, you don't it's want, a way to do it. Yeah, you don't. I don't. I don't want nobody going to fucking Amsterdam or you going to say America fucking sucks. You guys fuck exactly. You, you fuck your president. I'm, I'm disappointed in our president. Fuck you. Well, in but Amsterdam. But at the same time, though, I can't I mean, say shit. I be talking mad shit. That's about what I'm saying. Biden, right? Yeah. Now, that's what, but my I favorite. talk mad shit about Biden too. But I'm doing it right here in the United States to mm-hmm. other United States citizens. I'm not overseas in a show talking shit about my president. It, and as much as I don't, as much as I disagree, with, I ain't gonna say I don't like it. As much as I disagree with some of the stuff he say, I'm not gonna go overseas and trash the the guy who is supposed to be the representative of my country. Mm-hmm. I do it here. Mm-hmm. I'm just not going to do it over there. So what's the difference? Yeah, what is the difference? We're on a podcast right now. Yeah, what's the difference? And fucking people in Morocco might hear this shit. It might be two people, but... Yeah. <laughs> what's up, my Moroccan but, I mean, people? Yeah, what's going on? Because we do got some, some listeners in uh, Morocco. International but the difference is, I'm doing this with y'all. And most of the people in this area that's listening to us is, is American. I'm not talking crap about Joe Biden and saying that I'm disappointed in my president. I'm just telling y'all that I disagree with the stuff he say. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that he a piece of crap and that he a warmonger or any of that other kind of stuff like that, which is what they were doing over there. Mm-hmm. But that's their views, though. I mean, yeah, but, you're... but but keep that in house. Yeah. You dig what I'm yeah. saying? I don't know, man. I, 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 get, I get what he's saying. I get what, I he's, get saying. what he's saying. I get but, what he's saying, but at the same time... like He's got a valid point, because he's got to think they're in a, a fucking crowd of 50,000 people. Yeah, but I mean, what you're saying, it, it can be inflammatory. Now, it is inflammatory. Okay, but at the same time, if you look at your views on, say, for instance, if you feel like black males need to get cer- certain things together, is that not inflammatory at the same time? It's true. But, okay, but to think, if you believe it is true, you believe... It's not deemed true, but it's what you believe, right? Yeah, That's what but I'm not going. I'm not going over to. Let me think of somewhere. I'm not in Switzerland talking bad about black men. You uh, do what I'm saying? I feel, man. Hey, I, I feel like, hey, if you believe, my beliefs is, I'm the type. I'm gonna say it to your face if I say it behind your back. I don't care where it is. What my views are, are my views. Now I understand what you're saying. Being to the point of being inflammatory, you don't want to get to the point to say, hey, if the Dixie Chick said it, it must be true. Well, I not only that, but it's disrespectful. It's disrespectful to the to the place that you're from. Like, I'll go out, I, like, we're from Alabama, that. dog. I, I'll go in, like, when I was in St. Louis, I would, you know, I hear, you know, Alabama jokes all the time. You fucking redneck backwoods, no tip. Yeah, I get that. But Alabama is an actual term. But I'll be That's the, crazy. But I'll be the first person to tell oh, them, hey, man, all of Alabama ain't like that. Yeah. I say Mobile. I always say Mobile ain't nothing like the rest of Alabama. No. I mean, because when I'm when I'm in the loo, man, I'm I'm talking to folks up there. They actually think that we sitting on the front porch eating cornbread no with, with 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 no shirt on, yeah, with overalls, playing banjos and stuff like she that. She thought, look, Dad thought we were gonna be fucking wrestling alligators. She done brought goddamn mud boots. She was ready to go to fucking. Oh yeah, and I totally and, and I feel it's what you're the saying. whole my cousin Vinny thought. Process, yeah, and you know? I get it. But at the same time, my thing is this: 
are there some things about where you're from that you think different should be different? Yeah, but I'm not going to go and trash where I'm from when I'm somewhere else. Yeah, but hey, man, my thing is this, man. If I believe it, if I think it, I don't care where I am. It is what it is. Now, again, I understand your point of... But you got to be metered when you do it, though, man. Uh, no, my thing is this, dog. If I believe it, if I believe it as far as... No, man, then you know me, dog. I'm going to say what I think. Yeah, that's regardless. what I'm saying. But, but it's a way to do it, and it's a place to do it at. But I, you yeah, did what I'm saying? I agree, I agree with you to the point of saying it's a time and place for everything. But back to what we were saying, because we, go, we got to Yeah, because we was on the R.K. We are not leaving this conversation without talking them fucking about these Haitians. <laughs> All right. We, we, <laughs> we got 20 minutes Yeah, left. quick pivot on this. Again, America, I don't know what's going on. I don't know the first thing. I guess I am a irresponsible journalist, but I'm going to try to give a take on what's going on. And that's the border situation with the whole Biden administration and what's going on. Mm, mm, mm. Here's the thing, dog. My counterparts, you guys seem to know a little bit about what's going on. And I know very little. And I got my information from Instagram. So this is very, (laughs) this could be very wrong. And I'm just a common sense guy over here. So what I've heard from the grapevine is. There were some Haitians that migrated to the border. Two, it was probably three weeks ago now. There was a couple hundred of them. The Biden administration said that we were going to cancel all flights going back to Haiti, <coughs> and we're going to keep. We're going. I guess we're going to let the Haitians stay. So the Haitians found this out. They got on the horn, and they called everybody. They called mom and They called and everybody to come because they weren't going to be sent back to Haiti. Well, now there's 15,000 Haitians at the border, and they're making huts and and, live in, and using the bathroom out in everywhere. And they're not going to be, when they said, and also, they're not going to be tested for COVID. <coughs> when they, they're not, they don't have to show no vaccination cards when they come. So I got a problem with that. Well, it's basically insanity. And uh, I don't know if they're all going to stay. The last thing I heard is that they let 10,000 of them in already. Now, whether that's true or not, I don't know. But I heard it. There were 10,000 Haitians that came on in. 10,000 Haitians. Okay, speculation aside, what we're dealing with is basically, and I don't want people to cringe at what I'm saying. Cringe, people cringe. No, what I'm saying is the only thing I can think about it is is, is a comparison of an infestation or a, a, a cluster, a culmination or an accumulation of illegal immigrants on the Mexican border. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, they're trying to come here. They're already here. Yeah. They're, they're under, Not all of them, though, right? No, they're all... They're try- so, they're, basically, found a loophole. They're under the bridge in Texas right now. It ain't now. even a loophole. Yeah. They basically kicked the door in. Where the Biden administration have basically opened the door and said, Hey, y'all, come on. Now, let me ask you this, though. Again, because I'm, I'm ignorant to a lot of aspects of immigration and border security and things like that. And, you know, the only thing I really touched on is when, you know, Trump was running on that platform and everybody was... Losing their mind and going crazy about this. Now, they they were outraged from some images of, I guess it's Border Patrol. Dude. They were outraged of the images of these kids being kept in these cages. No, no, no. Talking no, no, no I'm talking horse, about the, the Haitian folks. Oh, the Haitians oh, okay. with the horses. They were mad because the picture that was posted of the, of the Border Patrol grabbing the Haitian dude and his reins, it said it looked like they were whipping the Haitians. Like... Back in the slave days, so they so would, did he hit him with a whip. No, the reins are to control the horse. I, I know what horse reins are, but what I'm saying no, is, it just it no, it just it's the illusion that it's up in the air, but it's actually he's grabbing the dude, and the reins are just kind of you know they're going wherever he's fucking riding on a horse. 
So it's basically it, it was looks, optics that was. It looks like the dude is being right. whipped. Okay, it does look like that, but it's horse reins. That's how you steer the fucking thing. I mean, so people were, were fucking. So they mistaken the horse reins for a whip. Let me find the yes. Let me show you the picture. Okay. Okay. Well, you just got to be an idiot if you just go. Well, I mean, but, but that's 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 how media works. I mean, it's it's the spin. But what I'm saying is, all of this aside, what is the plan on dealing with? Because people trying to get into this country is nothing new. That happens every day. No, but the 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 thought process that that's the picture. Okay, yeah, that pro- that looks bad. It looks bad. <laughs> it looks bad. It looks terrible. It looks bad. It looks bad. Yeah, that does look pretty. That does optics aside, there, that does look pretty. Yeah, bad. but I mean, if you just if you just put a little bit of thought into it, mm-hmm. without just reacting to your gut wrenching, mm-hmm. you know, heartfelt right. Vision. Well, but, but but I'm saying again, like most people are not gonna do that and. Media, like we were just saying, it's it's yeah. but the, isn't that the isn't that a problem that well, people don't people don't think through things anymore? Well, I mean, but look, man, most people their 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 music and programming, everything that we've been saying is because it's a byproduct of society at large. And I don't want to put the whole problem on society, but the reason that Donda and Certified Lover Boy are number one albums because, like what we we're saying, it's because it's the collective. But what I'm saying is. <laughs> At the end of the day, people trying to illegally enter this country is something that happens every day. Yeah, but it's 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 a problem every day. That's what yeah, I'm saying. So, day. what is the difference now? If this is going to be like, like you say, if you just you know tip of the spear, if fifty thousand people say, "Hey, man, I got this new hot way to get into the United States. All we got to do is find a loophole." Yeah, that can be a problem, but. That's the reason we have a border patrol. That's the reason why. But we they're have not being used. Here, here's the problem. Actually, it's, I saw. Let me let me finish. I heard today that actually some of the border patrol agents that were doing their job and containing these people were fired. Yeah. They well, were, yeah, they, somebody they, got they, to because follow the sword. What, what they're doing, they're politicizing this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, but but here's the here's the problem though. When you politicize something like this, it it's a real serious problem. You have a lot of people. So. And Boz, you you know exactly where this coming from because you're a Trump supporter. If you believe that people should have to come here legally, yeah. and you've had to deal with this problem with 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 this, if you believe that people should have to come here legally and that their process should 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 work itself out, and you you have a whole party that is basically trying to get votes by letting people into this country. They politicized it by saying, okay, well, Republicans don't like people of minorities. Yeah, they're manufacturing conflict. That, that, mm-hmm. Exactly. They're manufacturing conflict by tugging at the heartstrings of idiots. And I hate to say it like that, but well, that's it, what it is. It's just basically, it's, 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 the, it's, the, it's the, dare I say, the, the broken eggs when they say you got to break a few to make an omelet. Yeah, man, but, but I mean, come on, though, man. Yeah, I but mean, but you think about it again, well, like I said, it's the ma- it's the collective. It's the herd mentality. Yeah, but I mean, at some point in time, there used to be there used to be some glory in having a thought process and thinking for yourself. Nah, nah. And not having to have somebody else tell you how you should think and feel it's about group, something. It's that group mentality. But it's, it's fanaticism. It's the reason why we cheer for our favorite sports team. It's the reason why we like our favorite singer, like we're saying. But it's, it's worse than that, though, because because you're letting somebody else tell you how you're supposed to feel about something. Yeah, but again, look, look, play like this: we as 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 African Americans, 
we are going to lose jobs. Oh yeah. Because of the be- the guys that's coming across the border illegally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because of the vast look at the statistics, dog. The vast majority of African Americans have lower paying wages job wage wage jobs. I mean that's just a statistical fact. But as far as statistics aside, is what I'm saying is if you look at it in that vein, then if you feel like it, well, I think I think that's low hanging fruit because but it's true though. But at the same time, is that job is there. Yeah, but, so, but but they're gonna pay this dude pennies on the dollar for what you, uh, uh, African American who is a legal citizen, have the right to that job for. But they're gonna pay these people pennies on the dollar, and they're gonna take your job from you. Well, I think it's I think it's more again. I don't want to go into that argument. What I'm but saying that's is, but that's the that's that's the that's the point of the argument that I'm making. No, nah. because because you're bringing in a whole other voter class mm. to to tell them, hey man, we gonna give you stuff. So that you'll come here and vote for us. But what I'm saying to you is this. If, if you look at it in that sense is if I feel like that I'm in, in jeopardy of losing my and I'm doing an air quote job to so an illegal un, someone who doesn't an speak, undocumented uh, yeah, then I need to reevaluate my life. But that's what they doing though. <laughs> yeah, but you got to think if you got a company and you could pay you could pay me a dollar and you have to pay Joe 10. Okay, now let me ask you this though. I'm paying the dude for a dollar. I'm paying the dude for a dollar and I'm oh, going to make more profit well, off But of ultimately it. from a standpoint as far as responsibility goes, you should put that on the corporation. You should. Yeah, but they you should. But when fuck. they tried to do that back in the Bush administration, they fought people pushed back against that. Yeah, because most don't and I don't want to get too far as political go because we still got to talk about this force vaccination. All right, I think we I think we need like an audio track for that. Man. No, <laughs> but as far as but it, it it really segues way into what you're talking about because I think manufacturing co- conflict is the best way to divide to, people. To divide that's, people. That's exactly what they're and, doing, and that's what I'm saying. Like when you look at, I think that's to me. And again, I you have I, a different. I, I keep seeing stuff online. It's like, oh, people want to start segregation again. You yeah, know? And, and it's crazy. <laughs> because, but they're doing it voluntarily. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but when you when you when you manufacture conflict, that's the easiest way to really one see what side that bread is buttered on to basically see what your views and values are, and two. It makes a cobra to your GI Joe in most people's mentality. Yeah, because you've got to have the yin and the yang, and you got to have both sides. But the bad part about it is the federal government is now telling you what the cobra, who the cobra, and exactly. who the GI Joe is. Exactly. So when you look at that point, like I think, so you can't even think for yourself anymore. Because I think you have to go back to, dare I say, good old fashioned perspective. Paul Mooney, one of the most intelligent. Again, I don't agree with everything Paul Mooney says. I really don't. But he said something in a parable, in an example, and he used to write for Richard Pryor, and he said, perspective is the only things that keep you honest in this world. Mm-hmm. Because I, just, I agree with that. Everything is different from your point of view. Yeah, they he say said, your perception is your reality. Your perception is your reality. He said, now, I'm going to give you a perfect example. If you come to the bar, like say, for instance, right now, Joe, if you sit down and be like, hey, man, my wife getting on my nerves. And she says, she's driving me through the ring. I'm paying all the bills and she ain't doing me right. Then I just found out she was cheating on you. Cheating on me. And I tell you, hey, man, that's messed up. You need to go home, work it out, calm down, have you a beer. But if I go to the room and just, see, you know, answer my phone and find out my wife is cheating on me, I'm going to come back and sit down and be like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to snap this bitch neck. <laughs> so that's the thing. It's different when it happens to you. And I tell people all the time. This country, as and people, I'm not very patriotic. I have my different views on politics. 
But there is this is the best game in town. Yeah. The United States is the best play that you have. So if I was an illegal immigrant, you bet your Okay. Ass. So, look, if I if I was in Mexico, if I was somewhere else, <laughs> this would be the You gotta kill me, dog. Joe and Tor, get the kids, we're getting the fuck yeah. out of here. So that's what, and, and, and that's what I'm saying. A little nugget to that goes to perspective is I kind of feel them for. I do. I ain't Don't mad. I mean, but I'm not mad at them. No. I'm not, first of all. Hold on, wait. But, but the point I'm saying is the United States, as cool as it is and as great as it is, and again, I have my bones with it. Look, dog. This is the only country where you can have a 401k in January and be on food stamps in December. Yeah. This is the only country that and, and be back on and have and have and, your money and, back and by September. What? And you might be a millionaire four times over next next January. Yeah. So, you you got to take the good with the bad. And I try to get my fellow Americans not to get so involved with the inflamed smoke byproduct of what's going on. Yeah, and, and look and at I get things that, from dog. yeah, and look at things from perspective and individuality, and say, okay, everybody doesn't one think like you, and two, at the end of the day, look, man, in this country, whether you like it, good, bad, or different, if you a grinder. If you it. if you a go getter exactly, but you see that, do your thing. but but that that didn't that makes that causes they have to there has to be a truth. If everybody is allowed to make up their own truth, then you're gonna have anarchy. Yeah. So but, you can't have like one plus one is two anywhere you go. It don't matter where you're going. What I'm saying is no, no, no. What, what, what I'm saying is truth is truth. It doesn't yeah. matter whether the truth don't need you to agree with it for it to be the truth. It's yeah. the truth regardless. Yeah. So if you Look, if you have 15,000 new people coming to the country and say, hey, man, they do, them dudes over there, make, they make $10 an hour to pick grapes. They're American citizens. Yeah. And, and, and by law, we got to pay them $10 an hour. But if, you bring, if we bring you guys in, we'll pay you $4 an hour under the table, and we'll fire them guys, and we'll be able to get... That's a real... Yeah, but okay. And it's screwing over American citizens. Nah, but at the same time, if it's screwing American citizens, that's America doing that. That's the point, but it's illegal, so why can't you do something about it? The the legal system is set up, and the American system is set up to where that's not supposed to happen. Yeah, but but it's not for real, though. But when you got the dude in charge, and the the chick in charge now saying, hey man, y'all come on in, and we'll let y'all come in. Nah, that, that, if, if, no, no, saying, wait a minute. You you say it like that's not no what plausible. A, no, it's not the point of plausible. If you get caught up in the murky workers of the of politics, if you swallow that pill, then guess what, man? You're gonna be splitting ass at the but end. But that's of the time. only way you can get. That's the only way you can make things happen in this country is nah. through the political process, through nah. the legal terms. Nah, nah, man. Well, that, how else do you do it? That, that money. Money. What but I'm that's the point. That's the reason why it's doing what it's doing because exactly. the people who are running the corporations or the people that that's got the little jobs. And guess what? That's who run politics. It ain't the chick. It ain't the dude. In but the it's White supposed House. to be the people, though. Dog. But but that's just like saying, look, bro, that's it's a dirty world. But it's don't hate the player. But, hate the game. but that's why you have the people who are in charge who are telling people what to think, and that's the problem. They're telling you what to think so they can get their way. Yeah, but that's look. So somebody got to be able to come out and say, "Hey, man, that's not the way that works." But when you do that now, you're considered unpatriotic. Well, I, that's like I a said, problem. But my thing is this: you're considered hateful. You don't like you don't like minorities. You don't like no. people who are poor. Well, well, hey, man, you can't. God, man, you can't. Just, 
you can't just sit up there and demonize somebody because they have a different thought process. Than you. And that's the point I'm making. And I, and I agree with you on that aspect. And like Boston, we can. My thing is this: the the, the political system in our. And again, I, for anybody to get mad and say I'm unpatriotic and I'm not. You just American, said she was unpatriotic to an extent. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't want nobody to, you know, but you got to understand the game. Like, But I do understand the game. And I, and I know you do, but I'm saying is the masses, when you get caught up with the, the why and all of this, you got to look at what the hard end result is. And, and, and I agree. Yeah. And money plays a big role in it, but money cannot be the end all be all of how a civilization runs. It cannot be that I, way. That's what this country was founded on. Mm. Yeah. Mm. This country was founded on rich white men who didn't mm. want to pay taxes. Mm. No. They didn't want to be screwed in the patootie oh, with a 12-inch nah, dick, dog. Nah, they Which is what taxes. they was getting. But they, they was getting screwed by Britain, dog. Dog. This country was founded on people who didn't want to pay taxes. They didn't want to they didn't want they didn't want to get screwed. And I understand yes. that, but now that same that same bureaucracy is screwing its own people. And that's a problem. And they're telling you how you're supposed to feel about getting bent over a barrel and taking a 12-inch dick. And but, that's not cool. But when you look at the process, when you get caught up in the process of saying, it should be this way, and it should, dog, it's the way it is. Somebody had to step, look, somebody had to stand up and say, black people should not be counted as three-fifths of a man before, before we got to that point. Somebody had to stand up and say, that shit ain't cool. Yeah. And if nobody stood up and said, hey, this shit ain't cool, then we still be getting hit with whips and chains and be out in fields kicking cotton. Sense, we still, but in a sense, we still are, though. Mm, not necessarily. Well, that's your opinion. But what I'm saying is, that's the point I'm saying is, if 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 the juice is worth the squeeze, yeah, somebody can stand on their soapbox all day But long. that's what it takes to make change. Somebody got to stand up and say, hey, man, that when, shit right there ain't on. cool. You want to know what will make a change? When money get lost. That's the only time changing. Yeah, but I mean, somebody got to stand up and point and say, hey, this is where the money getting lost. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm saying right now. Yeah. Americans are finna get bent over a barrel but you know what because happened? you letting people come you in. You know here. what happened when you stand on your soapbox and brought the real problem out? A school will blow up or a school shooting will happen. Yeah, but that's 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 that's, 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 the, fantas- that's the fantasizing of, exactly. you know, all the bullshit that's going on. That's what I'm saying to you. So if you want to look at to the point of saying and say, I want real impending change. You got to fuck with the money. And the problem with that is if you fuck with the money, they're going to get rid of you. Mm. They're going to silence you in some kind of way. Like they're going to come. Yeah, but somebody got to stand up and point it out so that you can fuck with the money. Yeah, but. And then you can get some real change. So it's kind of hand in hand. Yeah. Somebody got to stand up and say, this is where the problem is. And they got to be willing to take that on the chin. I think, well, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want anybody to be a mortar or fall on the sword, but my thing is this. You got to have somebody. Got to. You got to have a king. You got to have an ex. You got to have them guys out there to do that. Yeah, but those guys get, those king, ex. Nobody is willing to put their life on the line to do that anymore. They were all assassinated and they feel like, okay, it's cool to be a mortar and you have a holiday on their birthday and all that. But at the same time, nothing changes. We've I had mean, a lot of change since them guys didn't be no. Yeah, though. but it is, but like, hey man, if them guys wouldn't have stood up and did what true, they did true. and pointed at the problem and say this is what the problem is, but you want to know why? Because they gave them what? Look, man, the entire United States U.S. political system is basically based on the premise of you felt like you had a pro- a play in the change. 
It's about choice. It's like the movie The Matrix. If people thought that they had a choice, they accepted the program. When you go in there and you say, hey, man, I pushed this button, I fed that paper, and I pulled this lever, and I changed the country. But it ain't about it ain't even about the vote. It's about changing the thought process of the people, yeah, which but, is what the government is holding in their hands right now. Yeah, but, they're then, controlling the media. They're controlling everything. But somebody got to get out there and say, hey, man, this is where this is fucked up. And this is where these guys are wrong. If nobody does that, but then you the, won't ever get anybody to wake up and take a red pill. Yeah, but what I'm saying to you is, what you're saying is the exception to the... You're, you're talking about the exception. No, you're, you're, I mean, it's the exception right now. Yeah, but... I but in, in order for world. you to get the in order for you to get the tide rolling, somebody got to stand up and say, "Hey, man, this is where it's wrong." Yeah, I know that, Joe. But we've had history are littered with those people. And we call them martyrs. Yeah, but but you see the change that those martyrs do you? Brought, yeah, oh, like man. I said, man, if you wouldn't have had people standing up, we'd still be getting hit by hit with whips. Yeah. We'd still be there. But the but the control switched from physical to mental. To yeah, financial. but now you got to get into people's mental and start cha- because that's what I'm saying. The government is in their mental. They're in they're in they're in the media. They're in entertainment. They're in every pocket that you turn on the TV. Yeah. Every time you turn on the TV, you see the media and and the government pushing you in a certain direction. Oh, yeah. If people don't start thinking for themselves. And stop doing and stop letting somebody else tell them what they should feel. Then we gonna keep, we we will be sheep being herded into a damn game. I saw, some, I saw something online. It was from a lady that was from China. She goes, uh, "Why do Americans still watch the news?" She, said, <laughs> no, exactly. she, was, she was like, "In China, nobody watches the news because we know it's all propaganda." Exactly. She yeah. said, yeah. "America hasn't figured that out yet." But, but now, but now everything on social media is propaganda. Exactly. You got people who, if you don't tote the, if you don't tote the the popular thought process, they'll cancel you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so what is that all about? Now you got social media, the real media. The entertainment industry and everything else that's going on as far as pop culture is telling you how you should think about something and how you should feel about something. They're trying to herd you into a certain direction. Yeah, but what I'm saying is either you're going to look, that comes out of either you're a sheep or you're not. Yeah, but if but what I'm saying is at some point in time, somebody got to be the one to stand up and say, hey, man. Y'all sheep are going in the wrong direction because this document right here tells us that we have these certain rights that we supposed to be able to 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 defend. Yeah. And if everybody is looking at it and saying, hey, man, if you believe in the Second Amendment or you believe in the First Amendment, you're a communist or you you're just a bad person who don't like minorities. But and that's bullshit. There is a reason why that got passed and why that's there. That's a uh, reason I, for that. As far as like, again, yeah, I don't put that much stock in politics, but it, 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 I think it comes down to, like I said, perspective in individuals. Some people just going to be what they are, man. And, 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 and if you get, or some people going to be what you push them to be. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like they're going to be like, again, like I said, those people are the problem. Yeah, and, and, and they're and, the majority right now because they, they're allowing the federal government to tell let them. Let me ask you this: then. Are you gonna let them stop you? No. I, there you go. No, but if I'm, I'm willing to be the martyr. Uh, I'm willing to be that guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, what I'm saying is, dog, uh, that journey might not. This is my. It thing. might not work out best for me. Yeah, that's what. But I'm it's saying. just like King said. I'd have been to the mountaintop. I might not. I'm, I'd have been to the mountaintop. I'd have seen the promised land. I might not get there with you, 
But I done seen it, and I'm going to show you what it looked like. I'm yeah. going to tell you what it looked like. Yeah. I'm willing to be that guy to say, hey, man, don't don't listen to what these people are telling Yeah, that's cool, but at the same point, I, I, I'm not going to sacrifice myself. I will. My thing, my thing is this. And, there, is no greater, there is no greater good than to lay down your life for your friend or your brother. True. Yeah, again, like I'll sacrifice for you. But, but I mean, I sacrifice for I sacrifice <laughs> myself. Remember what was the name of that movie? Um, God, I can't remember. It was in the early nineties. Um, I think it was the Seventh Sign. I can't remember what it was. But where the woman was pregnant with the kid, and she had to lay down her life for her kid, and the, the dude kept asking her, "Will you die for him?" Oh yeah, yeah. That's I, th- I think that's a different context. But not necessarily because that's what that's exactly what King did. King said, I will die for this cause so that somebody else will pick this torch up and understand that I'm a martyr and keep carrying this torch on beyond me. I might not get there to see it with you. I might not see this dream in its fruition all the way through. Yeah. But I, somebody got to be the one to stand up and say, hey, man, this shit ain't cool. And that's all the time. But what I'm saying to you is think about it. Think about it's 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 more than one way to skin a cat. You ain't got to get your life to the point of a cause. When, when you I'm fighting saying, against a system like we fighting against, yeah, yeah you do. No, you don't. You, you look red like it's the old parable, and we got to wrap this up in a minute. It's just like baby bull and the daddy bull sitting up on top of the hill. They sitting up on top of the hill down the middle. It's a bunch of cows down there. Yeah, colors. Yeah. I get it. I get baby it. bull says to the dad, "Hey, pop, let's run down that hill and fuck one of them cows." Papa, bear, Papa Bull looks at the baby bull and said, no, son, let's walk down and we're going to fuck them all. Yeah. <laughs> it's about that, that. That's cool. But the, the the problem with that is everybody ain't going to make it down to the bottom of that hill. The point I'm saying. So why die for them? You need to get Because to somebody got to be the leader. Somebody got to be the daddy bull to say, hey, man. Yeah. Let's not do it that way. Let's do it this way. Yeah, Somebody's got to start that vision. Yeah. Somebody's got to start that I dream. Understand, but you don't. And the person who started. Well, who? Vision. If I don't do it, if 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 one individual don't do, doesn't do it, and every individual standing back and say, "Well, I ain't gonna be the no, one no, that's no, gonna no, sacrifice." No, no. If no. everybody does that, then who's gonna be the one to start Why? the revolution? Yeah, but what I'm saying to you is, tact and procedure, and the way you go about things. That's what preparation. Is like a hundred percent of success, but somebody got to start that. Yeah, it's been. It's got to be a starting point. It's been started, but that's what I'm saying. The martyrs before us have showed us the way to go. Nah, man, all they showed me is how to get dead. Mm-hmm. People, we love y'all. We gonna get back with you. Like my boy Joe is saying, we got to start a revolution to the point. But hey, doers do, movers move, shakers shake. Gonna get back with y'all. Stay in touch. Stay tight. Do something good for somebody. Holla. Peace out.